0: Uh-huh uh-huh. Uh-huh uh-huh. Uh-huh uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain. I hydroplane in the bank. Coming down with the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we gone. We Rockefeller. We fly higher than weather. And G5s are better. You know May. In anticipation. Fall precipitation. Stack chips for the rainy day. Eden. Rain Man is back with Little Miss Sunshine Aaron, where you at? You have my heart We'll
1: never be worlds apart Maybe in magazines But you'll still be my star Baby, cause in the dark You can't see shiny cars And that's when you need me there With you I'll always share Because When the sunshine, we shine together Told you I'll be here forever Said I'll always be your friend Took a oath I'ma stick it out till the end Now that it's raining more than ever Know that we still have each other You can stand under my umbrella You can stand under my umbrella Ella, Ella, A, A, A Under my umbrella My umbrella, Ella, Ella, eh, 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 ay, eh,
2: ay, 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 When there's stuff on your mind and it's feeling unclear, just hop on the mic and speak without fear. Let's air out.
1: Uh-oh. Stinky. Poopy. <laughs> Poopy pants. <laughs> Poop funny. Ha <laughs> Poop
2: funny. Dude, that video has been cracking me up since I first saw it. I'm the most immature person ever. But if you haven't seen Uh-Oh Stinky, with the, it's like a picture of the big, like, I don't know what kind of monkey it is. Like a, like a. Oh. Know, a bigger orangutan. It's like a the king um from jungle book that big monkey what's his name king Lu- is that Kling lily well oh, i'm the coolest figures room my jungle vip
1: i'll be the top and has to stop and that's supposed to bother me
2: that kind of monkey it's just that face of him doing like a Ooh, like a duck face oh my god that video cracks me up it's a minute long the guy just talking about poop and farts and like a dumb childish voice and i just cry laughing every single time that and the, uh, the dumb dumb game scene from uh, Jackass Forever, if you haven't seen it, where they have like uh, a flip flop on this, like uh, almost like a big mousetrap, like hydraulic arm, and it's like cocked back, and then they got three guys standing with their legs open over it, and they ask them trivia questions, and if they get it wrong, it just slaps the flip flop forward right into their nuts. <laughs> it just gets me every time seeing these get hitting the nuts. I'm just an absolute child. This week at work, guys, in the lunchroom, I was like, I need an adult to help me do my job. And my manager's like, You're the oldest one here. Like, what, you, you're the least that needs an adult. I feel like I do need an adult for most situations in my life still. No, no, uh, what's going on? What's going on, ladies and folks? Episode 42. And we're going to make a recovery episode after last week. You guys didn't completely hate it as much as I did, but uh, I, didn't, I didn't like it. And I'm going to use that as motivation to make this episode better. So I was, like, writing stuff down. Will and Allie, I got some... I wrote down... As soon as I finished recording, of course, I think of, like, a hundred things I could have said about anything on the podcast and just... just blew my brain. just wasn't working. I procrastinated a long time. It's on me. It's on me. But if you make a bad one, that just, like... It made me want to make a better one this week. So it kind of... It kind of balances out and makes things better. But take a little sip of protein here. I just... I'm just coming off yoga. We are starting july july's yoga playlist which means we're done june and that is that's six months straight of uh yoga we've done every single video adrian has released in her monthly playlist um so far which is that's half of 365 which is what like 182 or something uh that's a lot of yoga that's a lot of yoga uh i'm getting much better at yoga however today's was a 18 minute core practice which those things are just they just destroy even the strongest of men, like myself. I can do a 50-minute yoga without breaking a sweat usually, and I'm fine. 50, like 5-0, if you, if you didn't understand that. Um, but like a 15-minute core practice is is so intense. Doing leg lifts, for like I can't even, if I'm laying on my back, I, can, I still don't have the flexibility to put my legs straight. I don't know how she puts her legs straight up. I'm still at like a... 70 degree angle maybe instead of 90 and like my knees even my knees my, my thighs are maybe at 70 then my knees are curved my my toes are not pointed straight they're not it's tough it's tough these hammies after not stretching them out for like 24 years my hammies are so unbelievably tight and i also think like i'm not getting enough vitamins or nutrients or something because like my muscles have been like getting sore is it, is it potassium that you need for like uh muscle like, good muscle motion and stuff like that, protein builds it, I think, I feel like it's potassium that stops, like, cramping and stuff like that, maybe I'm wrong, maybe, uh, someone let me know, I could Google it, but I'm not about that life, I'm about the I'm about conversation here, talking to people, but, uh, yeah, that was, it felt like a good session, it's really hot in here, though, I don't know why I just, I had to look at the AC, like, I'm just, I'm just hot today, just, very humid, it's Canada Day, by the way, happy Canada Day, I'm not recording on Sunday, also huge news, like, that's, that might be bigger news than, uh, well, that's kind of the only news I released this episode so far. It might be, so it might be the biggest news you've heard in this episode. I'm recording on a Friday. I'm going to have all weekend to edit this. I, uh, I'm going to try and record Umbrella. So if you're hearing this and I didn't have Umbrella, uh-oh, Aaron was lazy, but maybe you already heard it and, uh, that'd be cool. That'd be cool if I actually got that done because I've been two weeks since, um, I already name dropping, but I feel like I can't do it again. So, uh. Since it was requested, uh, I have not gotten around to it, so hopefully that's that's in the intro. Uh, how have been doing? How have been doing? Today was a uh, today was a, a quick day at work, four hours, only only four hours on Canada Day, just to get in, get stuff cut, get out, and uh, I've been competing with Marin all week, all week, just a, a head-to-head rivalry. It goes all the way back to Monday, we, were, we had a bunch of sod we had to lay, I told Marin I'm going to lay more sod than you by one. Like, no matter what, no matter how much sod you laid, I'm going to win by one. And, of course, she's like, there's no chance I'm going to destroy you. She was even trying to, like, carry two rolls of sod at the same time, like, trying to save time. And I'm like, I'm just so much quicker with these individual rolls. It doesn't, you could carry ten rolls at, at the same time. It wouldn't still wouldn't outpace the speed at which I'm placing the sod from the skid to the ground. Uh, unfortunately, it was hard to keep track of who laid more sod. I was like, initially, I'm like, I'm going to count every roll. So I took one, Maren took one at the start. We're good. One, one. I laid, by the time I laid, like, five, I'm like, I have no idea how many Marins laid. And I'm very unsure of how many I've laid. So, uh, in just, like, a pure, like, feeling and just a vibe I'm getting, I'm pretty sure I laid more sod. She also had to, like, drive the workmen to go pick up more sod. So, like, in that time, I was still laying out rolls. And I had Lyle bringing me sod so I could lay it for me. Which, she said was against the rules, but uh, the, the rule was just who can lay more sod. That's it. And I'm pretty sure I did, but then of course she goes around telling everyone that she beat me by one roll, just because she got to the lunchroom before I did on Tuesday. Because I have been running a little later to, later this week. I've been sleeping in a little extra. Been leaving my house usually try and leave my house at like five thirty five to get there, like fifteen minutes early. And I've been cruising in like ten two now. You know, so she gets to go lie to all her coworkers that she crushed me laying sod, and I wasn't having it. I wasn't having it. So Thursday talking to, talk to my assistant superintendent and he's uh kind of telling us like what the what's going down on the uh the Canada Day holiday and he's like we need to get stuff cut quickly I heard Marin can cut teas fast so I'm gonna put Marin on teas, and as soon as I heard that I'm like I need to destroy Marin on tees you gotta you gotta put me on teas with her then I can just like you know redeem myself you know establish my position at Westmount as the executive greenskeeper, the fastest walk mower out there, already setting records. You know, cutting my four-man greens route, my my four-hole greens route in an hour ten minutes, cutting approaches in two hours forty minutes. Like tees, I need to set a record for tees. So ah, god damn it! I gotta censor that. I gotta censor that. Just it just squeaks out. Names just squeak out of me. Um, yeah. So he's like, okay, I'll do that. I'll do that. Put you guys on it. So. Friday morning rolls around. Today today morning rolls around. Maren and Aaron, the tea showdown. You know, Maren was very, uh, very like, uh, oh, I'm going to lose. Oh, I'm just a weak little girl. I'm going to lose the
1: race. There's nothing I can do because you're just a man. And it's just,
2: you know, trying to just, you know, just brush it off. Like if she loses, it doesn't matter at all. Like I'm, she was destined to lose anyway. So just, you know, already trying to take away from my victory before it's even started. You know, I'm just a feeble,
1: feeble woman that can barely push this T-mower up a hill. Oh, woe is me.
2: And I wore my Hot Wheels socks, too, because I was, like, feeling speed. Like, I want, I need to wear my fastest socks. So I put on my Hot Wheels socks. I was, like, I got, I brought my hat to bring my headphones for true speed. And uh, it was feeling good. I was feeling good this morning. I'll say it. You know, we branched off. My first hole, my first uh, tee box was closer than hers. So I got to, like, hit the ground running. I cut my, you know, my two. I cut my first three, and I'm feeling like I'm going really fast. I'm I'm drenched in sweat already. It's only seven a.m. Like an hour, 20, 20 minutes per T box isn't isn't too bad. That's like uh, what is that? We have to cut nine. Uh, so that's three hours we're looking at for uh, what's it called for a complete for a complete run. Not all T boxes are created equal though. Some are bigger, some are smaller, some are squares, some are circles. Uh, so I'm driving past. Marin's third tee box. And I'm like, if I don't see her there, I'm gonna assume she's on her second one. and Cause I'm feeling really good about my speed. I'm like, I'm just, then I have it in the bag. If she's not on her three, third tee box while I'm driving to my fourth, I'm a whole tee box ahead of her. It's no problem. And I drive by, she's not there. I'm like, I'm just like applauding myself, planning my victory lap. What am I gonna say when I get back to the lunchroom? Like when I'm just waiting for her to come rolling in, dragging her feet. Cause she's so upset that Aaron just crushed her on tees. And then I get to her fourth T box and she's already halfway done it. And I'm like, oh
0: <laughs> no, no. So
2: I have to just gun it, just start gunning it through my next, I'm like blacking out. I'm going so quick on these next tees. Still cutting absolute lasers, by the way, though. Like still, I think going faster and like not thinking about it makes you cut them better. Cause you're just going a straight line. You have to, if you have to be perfect lines, cause if you're missing, missing gaps or you're overlapping too much. You're wasting time. You want to do this, the perfect amount of passes on these T box. Um, so I get to a point where I'm like I'm finishing my seventh tee and I see she's still like back on her sixth and I'm like okay this is good this is good I've closed the gap and now created my own gap and I'm pulling away from her I get to my final tee box she's nowhere in sight I start cutting it and this is the 17 so 17 and 18 are the last ones they're they might be the biggest honestly 17 is the biggest on the entire course and of course it's on my route I let Marin pick the routes because I'm a gentleman and a scholar. And uh, so I'm halfway through cutting. 17 has like three massive tee boxes. It's a par three. So it's like a lot of, they need a lot of room because the people make a lot of divots because our golfers, our golfers, golf, that's a tough word to say, golfers. Our golfers suck. They're terrible. We watch them play and it's just, it's atrocious. If you just sit at a tee box and watch them play golf, you'd probably get worse at golf just by osmosis. Um, So I'm like halfway through my first t-box on 17 and I see Marin ripping down the 16th fairway and I'm just honestly my heart sinks because at this point I'm looking at what she has to do on 18 and it's less than what I have left on my two and a half t-boxes on 17 and she drives by flips me the bird and gets gets going and I, honestly at this point I'm like I'm sprinting but the throttle on our cutters like is maxed out my thumb was so sore because I was just pushing it full throttle the entire time because sometimes when you turn it'll like get shifted it's just like a paddle that slides forward and backwards, so it like if you like hit a bumpy turn, it, you can slow yourself down. So I'm just like ensuring I'm always at full speed, and I'm like pushing it beyond the the full speed of the machine, and putting all my might behind it. I can still only go so fast. And there's like T blocks. If you're a golfer, you know that they like set up the two. You know, sometimes it's like logs or horseshoes, or like ours are like little ball colored balls that have like a spike on the bottom, kind of like big thumbtacks. You stick them into the ground. And I'm, like, we're supposed to, like, take them off, gently put them to the side. I'm just grabbing them and hucking them off the tee box. The girl is, like, setting up the tees behind me. I feel so bad for her cause she's, like, just, she's, like, a f- second-year university student, just going by herself, puttering along, trying to fill divots and, like, set up the tee boxes. And I'm just yeeting these things, like, across the entire course, just getting them out of my way, just cutting right up to them, grabbing them, overhand tossing them across the tee box. Marin's doing the same thing because she's, like, it's a, it's a, hefty competition all that like talk she had in the beginning of like oh I'm not I'm not I'm gonna lose there's nothing I can do I'm just I'm just gonna lose just went out the window she must have been just sweating her I was gonna say her balls off but that doesn't make sense because she doesn't have testicles sweating her boobs off out there pushing her t-mower just fully aggressive and then uh I'm halfway through my final t-box when I see Marin back in her cart driving towards me and I just collapse just so upset so defeated that I just lost that race it was demoralizing I felt so good so confident I could do it when I got to that 17th tee box all by myself and I was like I got I got all the time in the world and she beat me by probably three minutes like I finished that last tee box in three minutes and that's like I don't know how I could have shaped off more time like I said I was going fast just like full speed the entire time there were some like parking issues of where I could park my cart to take off like our mowers, we put them on a trailer if you're doing tees. If you're cutting greens, you got to walk between, but like for tees and approaches, you get to you get to pull it around because you're going in way more holes. Um, And like, yeah, I could have parked better and like had an easier access to some of my tee boxes because I was doing a route I'd never done before, which Marin had not cut tees yet this year. So it's, it's kind of balances out, but it was a tough loss. It was a tough loss. And then to add salt to the wound, she's like, yeah. I also like ran out of gas on 10 and had to go back and fill up a cherry can and fill up my mower again. And that's honestly, that's just, it's just disrespectful, really. Like, just, you not only had to beat me, you also had to, uh, like, take a break. Like, she, she, yeah, she literally took a break. She could have eaten a snack and still beaten me. It's just demoralizing. I, I don't know what I could have done. I lost fair and square. <sighs> it sucks. It sucks. I did dump my card out and clean my mower before she got back, though. So that's kind of, kind of something, maybe. Maybe in a completeness of the entire job i was done first but uh no the uh the bet was who can cut their t's first and i lost i lost marin hale and square but uh we have to do it again before you leave obviously and switch routes to see because i feel like potentially my route was longer i walked about 15k uh in that three hours two hours 45 minutes for me like two hours 40 minutes for her and uh, I think she said she walked ten kilometers, but she didn't record her distance or her steps on the fifth T box, which I don't think the fifth T box is not five kilometers. So I'm just gonna throw that out there. However, the phone is also less accurate at tracking steps than like my my Fitbit watch. Which you want to talk about this Fitbit watch? It's um yeah it's, it's caused me a lot of heartache. First off, the screen just does not work anymore at all. It's com- the screen's completely burnt out. I can't tell time with it. I can't. I can't use this thing at all. I can charge it and I can wear it. Those are the only functions I get out of it. There's an alarm set on here that I set as like a backup alarm for work for 5.30 a.m. that goes off every single day. You cannot change your alarms on the Fitbit app on your phone, you can only change your alarms on the Fitbit and I just can't turn it off because I can't see the screen. So every single day, 365 days a year, my wrist is gonna start buzzing at 5.30 in the morning and wake me up, days off, days on, always going. On the days on, it works because that's like my 10 minute warning. I got to get going. But on the, my days off, I don't want to wake up at 530 in the morning. Now I just have to. Um, Another issue I had was if you like get going fast enough, it will turn on the GPS and like start tracking a run for you. Uh, And unfortunately, earlier this week, it turned on the GPS. And there's this glitch where like it'll record a run. And then even if the run stops, it'll still have a notification on your phone that says Fitbit connected GPS is running. And that's like like on your home screen when you have like a message notification. It'll say that permanently. Normally you can swipe away notifications, but this is one of those dumb notifications that just can't swipe away. You can like mute the notification for two hours, but either way it's just going to come right back. So that's been stuck on my phone the entire time because the only way to stop that is to go start a run on your phone and end it just to end that glitch. Can't do it though because I can't see the run. So this Fitbit is just a pain in my tuckus and it is killing me. I, uh, I really should just get a new one. They're like 150 bucks, but uh, I'm a cheapo. I'd rather spend 150 bucks on food, apparently, and Uber Eats, because I'm just a slob, just an absolute slob. Uh, speaking of absolute slob, you see this towel behind me? This is. Uh, we're just back to doing straight video podcasts, honestly. I haven't painted in a long time, but uh, this is the towel. I used this when I was dyeing my mustache, and if you see this corner, it's uh, all brown very uh it doesn't look great it looks like poop we'll be honest we'll call a spade a spade it looks like i pooped on the corner of my towel because i was like when i realized i had overlapped my mustache too much i'm like oh i'm just gonna rub it off with the towel just don't be no problem Dye will come off with this nice gray towel no problem is this gray or is this like a baby blue or a teal or something i don't know it could be whatever color you tell me to say i have no idea but uh after my whole uh this is gonna be a throwback after my whole uh, butt blanket story, which what episode that was like episode twenty something, the butt blanket where I was just talking about how disgusting I am, uh, hard to hard to for me to defend myself on that one saying it's not poo, when the corner of the towel is all brown, and I, uh, I'm not gonna explain the butt blanket story. Uh, you have to go find that in some podcast. I know it was one of the ones with Ethan. It might have been it's either animals don't pay taxes, or, what is it, uh. It's fun getting in trouble or the, the climbing boys ruining Ethan's day. I think it's one of those three. I think Ethan and I have only done three podcasts. Um, Yeah. And one of those at the end of the podcast, I was just talking about how disgust, how I like the smell of my own farts and have a, a butt blanket, which is a, it's a whole story. I'm just, I'm just this, honestly, there's a, I feel like people like confidence in people, you know, but I might have too much confidence in how disgusting I am. Like <laughs> I like getting a laugh too much. Like the, today I was not today, but like, yesterday i think i was describing to people how uh how much dried semen was on the wall of my childhood bedroom that i had to like scrape off before i painted and i mean i got the laughs so that's like all i care about but it's also like i'm a disgusting heathen like it's just a complete neanderthal so uh maybe i don't know maybe what i don't know where this story is going i'm gonna just move on let's just move on should i finally talk about let's let's bust into the notes right now let's bust into the notes i uh i did this for a reason Oh, you know. Before I get to that, I cleaned my room today. Um, so yesterday, another story from yesterday. Um, we're we like we work in the afternoon, and uh, I'm working with a uh, well a man who hasn't given me any consent. However, he was, he was the man that like found the podcast and spread it, so I feel like he's he's earned a shout out. But the rules are rules, rules are rules. So I'm working with him and uh, Will and Marin who both have given consent, uh, they were all up too. They are working in the same little path. They are like spreading mulch and we were cleaning up mulch beds. They come over chat and Maren's like, hey, this new guy we work with looks like a mouse from uh, When You Give a Mouse a Cookie. Weird way to start a conversation, but hey, that's that's kind of what just happens at Westbound, honestly. People just open conversations. Kind of like what I was saying last week. Like, can you just start a conversation by saying something out of the blue? And yeah, you can. So I want to like Google this When You Give a Mouse a Cookie uh, to see what the mouse looks like to compare it to this new not a new co-worker but he's like a high school student who just started going full-time because he's out of school now he was working on weekends before um and of course like when i go to google and i like click the search bar on my phone all like my past searches come up which is a dangerous dangerous game like i don't know i didn't think about it when i was in there you know when like you're on your desktop and you're like there's people in the room like okay i cannot search anything that starts with the letter p you know for obvious reasons um So I opened the search bar and uh, R. Kelly Midget was in my search history, which uh, it's a tough one to explain as well. Kind of like this brown towel I got behind me. But uh, I was looking for, and of course the guy I was working with saw it and like called it out immediately. Like R. Kelly Midget is in your search history. Um, But it's because I was, I remembered this, uh, this scene from uh, Trapped in the Closet. I think I saw a YouTube video on it about the, the Midget in Trapped in the Closet. And then, uh, so Trapped in the Closet is like R. Kelly's opera um i think that's how it's described it's like uh the first 12 chapters is like the album and i think it's up to like 36 chapters he just kept adding on to it but uh yeah the first 12 chapters is the album trapped in the closet they can listen on spotify highly recommend it and uh the story was going this way because i just when i was tidying up my room when i got home today like putting my laundry and stuff i decided to listen to it and uh absolutely phenomenal i gotta say if you have not listened to Trapped in the Closet, hey, if if you're working right now, if you got like lots of time to kill, and like this podcast is just one part of your day, and you need more stuff to listen to. I highly recommend you go listen to Trapped in the Closet. It's like 40 minutes long, an absolute epic of a story. It Just twists and turns. It's R. Kelly the whole time singing it, in the way R. Kelly sings, he's just he's telling a story, and it gets so intense. And like, oh man, absolutely one of the best things I've listened to today. And, I mean, it was, and the only thing to listen to today was my playlist on Shuffle and that album. And that's got to say a lot because I specifically catered the playlist I listened to. So, I'm definitely going to listen to that again. I want, kind of want to find the other chapters. But, uh, yeah, there's one scene where, like, there's a there's a midget in it. And there's, uh, I really wanted to, f- I wanted to find that scene and watch the clip on YouTube. And that's why I Googled R. Kelly midget. And I think I looked up R. Kelly because I just heard that he got, like, 30 years or something for kid, kid diddles was he was it kid kid diddling going Did got thirty years for yeah anyways trapped in the closet give her a listen let me know let me know what you think
1: I said move she said no I said bitch move she moved lyrics like that she's got a spatula in her hand what's that gonna do with all these guns
2: that's my R. Kelly impersonation um okay let's look at what notes I've written down okay Allie aliana calhoun aliana sofia bergardo calhoun that's her full name she is portuguese as i told you uh did i tell you that last week i told her she's from told you she's from baden and she's uh she likes talking to people and she's friendly that's i think that's all all i gave her um but i did write down some notes (laughs) uh first thing i wrote down called her fat i did call her fat she uh she was talking about uh, her lactose. She's had like lactose issues and oh, she gets like bloated. Uh, when she eats it and as soon as she said that I'm like yeah it shows it shows (laughs) and then she I'm just I really I just I seem to like constantly just insult the Calhoun's and then they laugh it off and I wonder if it's like real laughter or if it's like hiding the pain laughter you know I just bully the Calhoun's it says but hopefully it's real laughter because I I say these insults when I insult people I also texted Marin earlier this week that I had like a posture out of blue there's a lot going on in this story um if I am insulting you I hope you people know that is coming from a place of love and compassion, you know? I don't insult people that I don't, um, I don't insult people to their face. <laughs> let's, let's, let's reiterate this. I don't insult people to their face if I don't like them. And I'm always trying to be more comedic with the insult than I am like just being malicious and mean, even though calling, just straight up calling her fat. That I guess thats is probably more there's not a lot of joke in there but I think you know the, the delivery the timing that's all there's a lot going into comedy remember when I, qu- I quit my job to do go into comedy and that's might be the most embarrassing thing in my entire life more that that phone call I had to have my managers like hey I'm, I'm leaving this well-paying established job to go to comedy and now I do a podcast and work at a golf course so it's really it's really worked out for me but uh yeah I called her fat. Um, I told the entire lunchroom she's on her period, which, um, we were working. Will, Marin, and I were not, we were working in, uh, quotations. We were supposed to be working. Marin and I were supposed to be cleaning up curbs, and then Will rolled, rolled up on us, and then we just stopped working. Uh, and then Allie rolls up, and, uh, she, honestly, I feel like one of the first two sentences in, uh, that she came out with was, like, um, I'm on my period tomorrow. Which I don't even know. You could, <laughs> you could tell you're on your period the next day. Like you can, can you feel it? Can you, or is it that schedule day? Like, oh man, it's on the. Cal- you can mark it on your calendar ahead of time. Or do you get to choose? Do you get to choose? That'd be cool. I would. hmm, if I could choose when to have my period. Would I want it early month, middle month? I guess I'd have to see what I'm going getting up to on the weekends. And hmm, I think they said it the lasts about five days would is monday to friday like do you want to go through work like on your period or would you rather do like a thursday to monday you know just get through like spend most of it on the weekend you can just like you know get get in a blanket get all snuggled up at home you know get a get like a hot water pack on your stomach for the cramps and stuff you know i feel like i feel like that would probably be the better move but again it depends like what your daily schedule is what are you doing at work you know day to day if you're a very mobile person i don't know is walking around and like does that like shake out more blood and egg are you laying more eggs if you're walking around or is it you know like just no matter what just a stand everyone's got their standard flow and it's just it's always at that pace is that standard flow constant though or is it an average like there's some higher flow moments and some lower flow moments in the same period you know these are all questions that i think the medical community should uh should look into it should look into i don't know if anyone's really investigated this um yeah so she uh she rolls up and is like i'm gonna be on my period tomorrow she's kind of she's all she was all out of whack she was all she was heated about a co-worker it was a it was a big day for Allie. you know there's a lot going on it was 45 degrees that we we're all losing our minds and uh the, so the next day after that is the day she was i think it was the day before she was leaving for a cruise and uh she had been like humming and hawing about giving consent for the podcast. And finally on the last day, she's like, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to give you consent, Aaron. Uh, And so this is the same day Will gave me his and Will like put his blood on it, gave it to me. Then Allie came in, she grabbed a paper towel, wrote her consent and she's like, I don't have any blood though. I can't, I can't put blood on this. And I said, well, aren't you on the rag? You could just use that. And this is, I, I didn't whisper. I don't have volume control. I think the, the problem is, I don't have any shame about saying stuff about myself I don't have that like embarrassed like embarrassing moments to me just I think they're funny so I just like go for it I think my own failures are hilarious I think all the gross stuff I did is hilarious like make fun of me I think it's great awesome uh so I just <laughs> announced to the entire lunchroom that Allie's on the rag and again she laughed hard but I wonder how much of that was like a comfort uncomfortable like everyone knows I'm on my period and how much of it was man Aaron's just so darn funny what this guy this go is what a goober Aaron is um yeah that was a that was a thing that happened uh likes airports bet you guys didn't know that about Allie she likes airports I think she went to her flight about three days early um to go to her cruise she took Friday off work I think she leaves on Monday she was just yeah she grabbed a sleeping bag she's like I'm just gonna go hang out at Pearson do some shopping I love to just like Go to the departures and see guess where everyone's going. It's just, oh, I love airports so much, which couldn't be further from me. I absolutely hate airports. This the most despicable place I could ever imagine myself. I never want to be there. Just around a bunch of people that have no idea what's going on. Like walking down a hallway and like people, you know, they a group of people, they spread out across the entire hallway, right? You're walking behind them, you can't get through it. And it's really frustrating. It happens that it happen at school all the time. Happens. I like got the mall and the airport is just that experience dragged on for eight hours, just being stuck behind a big group in a hallway, and just you can't you 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 go right and they go right, you go left and they go left, you just you can't get by them. That's my entire that's the feeling I get at airports and I hate it. And Ally thrives on it. She loves it. Um, early on working with Ally, these are just like. I wrote that down. I think it was an important thing. Like likes. <laughs> is this how much I was struggling to find content for my podcast? I'm like, what can I say about Allie? Likes airports. That's a big one. Calder fat period likes airports. That's what I, word for word, that's what I wrote down. Flail fish is what I wrote down next. Um, early on working with Allie, uh, you know, trying to, Ali drives a lot of conversations. And I was like, I feel like I got I to gotta start a conversation. Here. I got to get something, something going. was doing all the, all the heavy lifting. So I was like, hey, what's your go-to McDonald's order? And uh, she opens with Filet-O-Fish. Like, out, of, out of the gate, that's her her number one go-to at McDonald's is filet fish You got the Big Mac. You got the Quarter Pounder. You got the McDouble. You got the Junior Chicken. You got the McChicken. You got Nuggets. Even going, you go dessert. You got Ice Cream Cone. You got McFlurry. You got so many options you could go for before you get to the filet fish And she opens with the filet fish Illegal, illegal. If you go to McDonald's and you order filet fish, now oh, we'll get to that. Not just a flail fish. She wasn't done. Filet fish, no tartar, just crusty fish patty between a bun, dry, like a, just eating a bread sandwich. Essentially, imagine toasting a piece of bread, put it between two soft pieces of bread, and eating that. Like this is, this is this is my favorite food. Oh my god, three Michelin stars. Yes, absolutely absurd. If you go to McDonald's, as I was saying, and order a filet fish no tartar sauce, and that's that's your meal, they should be like, I'm sorry, you have hit the secret code. We will never be allowed to serve you at McDonald's again. You can come back when you order a Big Mac combo and 20-piece nuggets and eat it all in one sitting and then feel bad about yourself like a normal McDonald's customer. Um, and that just, I mean, that filet fish order just, it it teed me off. I I went on about that for like a week because i was just so absurdly confused how anyone could enjoy the flao fish that much that's their go-to order and just she's like she loves the flavor so much just to d- d- remove any other ingredient from that sandwich other than bun i'm surprised she doesn't get it in no bun and just eat it with a knife and fork like a little plastic knife and fork and just delicious at an airport waiting 12 hours before her flight just finger cutting a flao fish absolutely insane insanity I'm <laughs> from defending Allie now in this podcast to just furious fuming um but that was what I have done for Allie that was a uh, her brother is a cocaine addict and Allie is fat period airport's filet-o-fish so <laughs> there you go Allie welcome to the podcast um now we got another man that gave consent last week, and I uh, kind of sewered him. Just called him a holocaust in and that's it. So, William Morgan Cullen, it's it's your turn. First thing I wrote down was crack nut. Will was the first nut I had to crack. Um, talking to Allie early on, uh, we were leveling out um, tea boxes. Like, just dumping a bunch of divot mix and, like, scraping them into all the, the, the divots, of course. On the tea boxes, and... Uh, I was like, I'm trying to crack Will. You know, I can't... Will and I had, like... Will trained me on everything I cut, pretty much. I think every machine, they had Will. Because Will came pretty early. Um, He came, like, end of March or early April. Back when uh, it was just pretty much me and the old guys. So Will was one of the first younger guys. Other than this other guy, Cameron, that works for the gardener. uh, Who came earlier. Um, So Will was training me on everything, and we never like never had a conversation it was just it was strictly business i didn't know how to start a conversation with him it didn't look like he knew how to start a conversation with me just silence a lot and uh so i was talking to Allie. like i need to figure out how to crack will i need to know he's a tough nut to crack i gotta figure him out what are his likes what are his interests? and uh i think all it took was me cracking like a rape whistle joke and a autism joke and then that's that seemed to be what did it and then from then on it's just a. Uh, it's it blossomed and grew from there but um, will wanted the credit for the just for men he did suggest the dying and i didn't mention it last week i didn't mention it in the podcast where i did dye my mustache but yeah this was all will's idea he suggested i dye black which i thought was a little be a little too much um the, the color i chose is absolutely perfect honestly it looks i feel like it looks natural now it's kind of like faded a little bit but it kind of matches my hair on my head at least i think i do being colorblind but uh, maybe maybe it doesn't it's actually disappointing that this is like a, a fake mustache color like i'm i'm upset that it's not i feel like now that i dyed it this color it's just gonna grow in this color but i don't think that's how my body works it's not gonna like identify like oh the hair's changed color okay we'll just didn't know you wanted that color the whole time we'll do we'll do that for you now um so it's gonna be disappointing when it starts g- growing in blonde again and i have to forever just dye my mustache but uh, I don't know how long it's gonna last. I might, I might get rid of it at some point and just bring it back for November. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. I do, I do enjoy having it, and I feel like I get more respect and get more authority uh, having this mustache. Uh, and there's another guy at work that's like a big. He's an older guy. I don't know his name. His name's like Ernie or something. Ernie, you don't need consent. Cause I just gave it for you. Um, he's got a huge, huge duster, like literally like a broom underneath his nose. And he drove by me in a golf cart today and like nodded to me, like just. Purely, I've never talked to the guy again before, but I think he saw the mustache and just respected me. It's like, yes, we are one. Um, so yeah, Will, Will, uh, Will dyed my mustache. He didn't. Die, he suggested the dye of the mustache. There's your credit for that, Will. Uh, the pizza. Will and I ate pizza together. That's that's a big story. We uh, we were hanging out at uh, his buddy's house, and uh, didn't give consent. Um, with Marin, Marin was there. And uh, we were I was hungry. I think everyone else ate before we hang out, and then I did not eat. So I'm like by seven o'clock, I'm like, hey guys, I'm starving. Uh anyone else hungry? And Will's like, Will said he could eat. So we uh, decided to order pizza, got a red swan pizza. I don't know if you guys have had that. It's got like sesame seeds in the crust, it's really good. And they cut it, they cut it party style, they cut it in like like a grid, like squares, which is I like it. I like it. Some people don't enjoy it some people like the triangle slices i like the you know the change up you get different sized slices some with crust some without crust it's kind of it's, it's kind of a fun way to have pizza um and we so we ordered an extra large hawaiian and that extra large hawaiian was absolutely deleted deleted in about 8 minutes like both of us just just blacked out stared at the pizza in front of us and just like like we weren't even chewing just rolling them up and just swallowing them whole just eating that pizza till there's one itty bitty slice left that we gave to marin and then she crinkled it up and rained it down on top of herself like she salt bait herself with pizza crumbs and then put it all over the couch um yeah and uh will is a just a a fellow uber eats connoisseur just a man that doesn't buy himself nice things just spends all his money on uber eats when it's not necessary and i really respect that i really like that someone else has this Incredible addiction to someone else bringing them food when you have full access to a car. Just pure laziness of not wanting to get out of bed and go through a drive-through. That's it. Actually, takes you longer to get Uber Eats than it would for me to actually go pick up most of the food I order on Uber Eats. It's crazy. It's crazy, and I pay someone to do that for me. Really, really, and I shouldn't be. I should. I'm not in the the financial state to be doing that. But at least I don't blow my money on things like no. No, I can't even say I am blowing my money. And food has, like, very low return value. If I was buying shoes, at least I'd have shoes for more than 15 minutes, you know? If I was buying clothes and you only got to wear them for 15 minutes, that'd be a waste of money. But that's exactly what I'm doing with Wendy's Baconators, you know? Um, yeah, so I don't know why that was um, pizza. Will, Will and I ate pizza. as a story for Will. Um... Eye contact, though, this is a kind of a big thing with Will. This is, like, our thing is that uh, we very frequently make very deep, intimate eye contact just out of nowhere. You know when you're just, like, idling in the room, no one's really talking? So you're kind of just, like, even if someone is talking, but you're not really listening to the conversation, so you're kind of just, like, looking around, just, like, eye-gazing, just kind of wandering. Every single time Will and I are doing that, we just lock eyes at some point, very deeply, intimately looking but the thing about me is when i lock eyes i ain't looking away
1: i ain't breaking eye contact
2: i was looking there if you're uncomfortable you look away guess who looks away every time will i got him i got him it's such like a dominance thing i think that's like uh like apes like you're not supposed to look big apes in their eyes because it's like you're like challenging them like if you ever see like the videos of like people going for a hike through the jungle, or like, a guided tour through the jungle, and, like, a silverback comes through. Everyone, like, looks down to the ground because you look him in the eyes. They're, like, challenging you, and uh, that's how I feel, and I just stare. I don't even look in his eyes. I look through his eyes, like, just looking through his head, and he always looks away, and he gets so upset every single time, but I can, like, it's almost like I have a sixth sense for when Will's eyes are, like, going to cross across my plane, and I'll just, like, snap my eyes up and look at him, I remember he he said, like, he was just, like, he made eye contact brief with Marin, and both of them looked away instantly so it was, like, uncomfortable. And then right after that, he locked eyes with me, and I just stared straight through him. He got so, he's like, come on, man. I just, Marin did the normal thing of looking away, and you just look right through me. I was like, yeah, I just can't, can't help myself. Just always getting W's. So, uh, I mean, really, it should be a privilege for Will to get into these baby blues. And I think he's got, like, ha- this hazel blue and green. It's like, I've looked at Will's eyes a lot, so I could describe this. It's like the outer rim is blue, and then coming inside, it's like a little gradient into a green, I think. I think. And this, I, th- I only think because that's like how I would describe it. Like, it might not be factually accurate, but that's how I would describe it if I were like painting Will's eyes. Um, yeah. That's what I wrote down for Will. Cracknut just for men, pizza eye contact. And I'm sure there was more. I think there was more things, more like things you wanted credit for that I forgot to write down, and other things. So, Will, you just have to let me know of what I missed, and I'll I'll get that right on the docket for you, just right away, sir. I'll make sure that you get the credit you deserve. Same with you, Allie. Whenever you uh get back from out there. uh, just let me know what you want to hear on this podcast, and I'll uh, I'll I'll dial it in for you because I feel like I owe you guys still from last week from just sewering you. Um, all right. So, let's move on. Uh, the Gain to Know You page, I don't know if that's a... It's going to be a tough one to describe. It's more like a thing you'd have to read. But uh, at work, they, like, send out this human resources, send out, like, an email. Like, hey, fill out this Gain to Know You page, and then we'll post it on our little, like, our corporate app we use. That, uh, like, anyone can read it who's part of the company. Just, like, a little, like, a picture of you, and then, you know, they have all these questions. Uh the questions I can I can read the questions to you at least. Let me just pull up someone's profile. Um the role of the club, what's one thing you excel that no one knows? I might as well just read my answers, honestly. Um hold on. I just gotta pull this up my phone just so I can read it word for word. Verbatim. Getting to know the team. Review this form. Alright. So, name Aaron Brock. Only thing I didn't lie about on this form. Position, executive greenskeeper. That's because I'm kind of like, you know, as an older greenskeeper, I'm kind of like the liaison between the managers and the rest of the younger greens team. You know, people, the younger staff will come to me with their problems because they're afraid to go to the management and they'll ask me how to get things done. And then I will go to the management and rat them out. Be like, yo, you got to get rid of this guy. He absolutely has no idea what he's doing. Just take that trust and just crumble it. No, it's not true. But uh, executive greenskeeper. And that, as soon as they read that, I knew they're like, they're not going to post this because I'm just a liar. Um, What's one thing you excel at that no one at work may know? I can swim at an Olympic level. Just missed the cut in trials in 2012, which I believe was London. Took a gamble on it. Uh, no one gave me a straight answer of when the Summer Olympics were and when the winter one was. But I think it was London 2012. Was that when Tom Daly was uh, All the Rage? And uh, was that Phelps too? Or was that 2008. 20- maybe 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 both maybe both um what is one weird fact or tip i can't swim at Olympic level by the way i uh, never took swimming lessons i can do the breaststroke uh and i can like i can tread water enough to survive in a pool or like a lake but you put me in like any rough water or like out too deep i'm the pr- good chance i'm dying you know uh what is one weird fact or tip that you still remember from school floppy disks one word everybody knows the rules If you had to listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would it be? I said the Aaron Arrow theme song. Just trying to plug myself. Uh, If you could be any kitchen utensil, what would you be and why? Nutcracker. No further explanation needed. Um, Include a headshot or photo using the file button below. Um, I can show you the photo on the video podcast, but you audio listeners are obviously going to not be able to do it. But I tried to take just a horrible picture. The first one I took was like way too like way under the chin wasn't looking at the camera just full-on double chin the most unattractive view i could get and will's like you gotta that's too much it's too much you gotta at least look at the camera so i took that second one and uh yeah it's not gonna get posted there's no shot um ali and liam are on a cruise with our hr person so maybe they can kind of like convince her like hey he's not trying to make fun of the company he just really likes attention and that's really all he's doing this for so if you could just post it it'd really like really help his ego and like really butter him up so if you could if you guys could do that for me if you're listening to the podcast that would be great if you could get uh again can't say her name she has not given consent our hr if she doesn't post this i'm gonna say her name on the podcast without consent i'm gonna talk trash about her hr director that's the last person you want know, to trash talk um so yeah that was our that was my gain to know you page Let's talk about autumn. Um, So I would picked up Switch Sports on the Nintendo Switch um, when Will was coming up because I wanted like a fun game we could play like on the Switch like a group and Will was talking about how he's big into the Wii Sports too and uh, so I figured I'd I'd do it for the group. I found out it was only 50 bucks and not 80 bucks. Felt like it's kind of a steal. So I picked it up and then found out there's no golf in it which is like the main game I wanted to play um so i was looking it up and i heard golf is coming for free but they're releasing it in autumn 2022 so i was relaying this story at uh we didn't good taco tuesday once again super disappointing we went to chuck's roadhouse uh me will marin i'm just gonna say noah i don't even care anymore noah's the guy i haven't been able to say his name the entire time um and then Will's girlfriend came and another co-worker we work with came later in the night. But uh, I was just t- it was just the four of us at this point. And I was telling them, like, yeah, golf's coming in autumn 2022. And I was like, when even is autumn, you know? What is autumn? And uh, I said, like, September. Marin's like, uh, it's October. And I'm like, no, that's fall. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> and she's like, why did you even ask then? Like, if you're not gonna answer my question. And uh, I felt bad about that. That, like... It was one of those things that just like just slipped right under the skin and just sat there, like just itching at me, just that calm just irking at me. So, uh, like later that night, I go home, um, and I'm like l- getting ready to go to bed and I'm just like lying in bed and, uh, I'm just thinking about Marin. Like, I I was too mean to Marin, I was too harsh on her. That was that was mean. Oh, wait, I should have, I just immediately disregarded her answer and I shouldn't have done that. It's an, I'm, I'm too mean when I get around the guys, I'm too mean to Maren and I'm bullying her and it's, I'm treating her like a Calhoun, you know? And, uh, so I sent her, I spent like 20 minutes trying to work. This is like 1045 at night and we all like get up at 5am. So was, everyone's probably asleep. I'm like spending 20 minutes in my bed, trying to like rewrite a text to try and like not come off super sappy. But like, I feel like I can just read the text I sent actually. Um... Because I want to apologize for being so mean to her. Um, or yeah, Marin. Uh, I said I feel like I gotta apologize to you. I'm so much mean to you around Will and Noah for no reason. Just the Westmount bully lately. I sent that at ten thirty one p.m. I think I started writing it at about ten fifteen. Uh, so just really trying to make sure. I mean, that took twenty minutes of work. <laughs> just deleting, retyping. We've all been there, you know. Um, no response. I actually, I texted my dad beforehand. Um, So I send that message and then I put on, I do like the opposite. Some people put their phone on do not disturb. I do the opposite. If I send a late night text and then I'm like, I'm going to go to sleep now. I actually turn on my ringer. So if they get back to me, I can like wake up and like respond to their message and not ignore them. Um, So I turn on my ringer, put my phone on my dresser, the dresser right behind me there. And I like lie in bed and go to sleep. And then maybe 10, 15 minutes later, I hear my phone ding off, and I look at, and I pick it up, and just says, K. I see the, like, the little messenger notification, K. like, what the fuck, Mary? I'm like, what? I I slaved over this message for you, and I can say it's K, like, oh my god, she's obviously super pissed at me, and then I see it was a message back from my dad, which even my, like, dad, what, what, rude, you couldn't even say, like, a good night buddy or anything, just because he called me, and I'm like, hey, I'll call you tomorrow, dad, you know, I've just, I just got home, and going to bed, K, and yeah, so I was like, the heart rate went up, like spiked. So i like, oh, my God, Maren's absolutely pissed at me. I've, I've ruined our friendship. And then, oh, it's just my dad. Okay, cool. But then Maren still didn't respond to me. Wake up in the morning at 530. Still nothing for Maren. like, okay, yeah, she's definitely she's definitely cheesed. I didn't agree with her answer on autumn, that October was fall and not autumn. Uh, and then we get to work, and she's like, hey, question for you. When were you mean to me? I was like, oh, okay, we're good. We're good. She, I was just, I was just insane. Just uh, you know, just worried. I'm an empathetic guy, and I worry about hurting people's feelings. So uh, I'd overthought it, and I'd rather, you know, I'd rather apologize and not have needed to apologize than not apologize when you needed to apologize. You know, I feel like that's a good trait to have. Um, so then uh, later on that day, I think this was This would have been Wednesday, because we were been Taco Tuesday that we went out, and we were uh, we were raking mulch. Maren's like telling this story of the text the center at ten thirty that like I had to b- apologize. I'm so sorry because I felt bad. She's like it, w- it wasn't needed, he wasn't mean at all. Aaron's Aaron's a crazy g- guy. Um and then she get it they they get into like the uh the whole thing about autumn and when autumn is. And uh I'm like defending that autumn is in September. And they're all like, no, autumn is in October. Autumn and fall is the same thing. And I'm like, there's no chance that autumn, that's crazy. Why would they have two different words for autumn and fall? Autumn, in my mind, autumn isn't like a season. It's like a like a transitionary period, you know? This is how I've understood autumn. It's like that uh, ending of summer around September and then bleeding into fall. But like, you know, the leaves aren't falling yet, so it's not quite fall, but it's not quite summer. It's this in-between, you know, purgatory of summer and fall and they were i had like five people all all on me like fall and autumn are the same thing what are you talking about where did you hear this and you know when you're like in an argument or uh, you know just a, a conversation and you realize that midway through that you are wrong and that you you are absolutely de- de- defending you're on the wrong hill Everyone else is dying on the right hill over here. I'm dying on the wrong hill across the street. Like It's it's not a great hill. It's really uncomfortable. They got all this soft grass. I'm lying on garbage and like empty beer bottles. This hill sucks to die on. So uh, I have to just, at some point I just admit I'm stupid. And I just did not know that autumn and fall were the same thing. So um, Marin was right. I had no right to disregard her answer. And uh, yeah, I now learned that autumn and fall are the same thing. And Weed Sports Golf will probably be coming out in October. So, yeah, Marin, you're right. You're right. You're faster at laying saw than me. You're faster at cut, cutting teas than me. But just, I'm just nothing. Just nothing over here. Just a dweeb with a podcast that apologizes too much, apparently. So, yeah, that was the Autumn story. And the Marin so- Autumn Marin story. So, what that was, what do we got left? Uh, mulch. Oh, this is like a Marin and Alley story. It's going to be a fun story um a lot of mulch a lot of mulch tales coming up i guess because we we're laying mulch this makes sense mulch is a fun word too a like mulch like just chopped up wood is mulch you know there's some fun words There are some fun words in the english language and mulch is one of them just a satisfying one i'm gonna keep mulch other th- is mulch like the act of crushing something up or is mulch specifically saved for wood like i'm gonna cast hey i'm gonna go mulch and spaghetti you guys want any i'm gonna go mulch gatorade i don't know how you would mulch i guess it would have to be a frozen gatorade but a month and a half ago maybe um we're we're like re- all the mulch gets like super gray and dead as it like over winter and like it stays out you know just just trees be like that so we're like putting fresh mulch fresh green stuff out there to make it look more vibrant and alive and these mulch beds one morning because there's a frost delay and uh, I'm riding with this guy, Ian. He doesn't need consent because he's never going to listen to this. So, and he, like, drops me off of the mulch bed, and he's driving a workman, which has, like, a big bed in the back that we used to fill up with mulch, and then he dumps it. So he drops me off of the mulch with the rake, and then he starts, like, running loads back and forth. And then when we're all done, they say, hey, Frosty delay's over. You guys can all go do your regular jobs. Ethan. Ethan Ian uh, then leaves in the workman to go back to the mulch pit to do something. And then everyone else I'm working with to like rake out this mulch and spread it out, uh, all has their own carts that are like completely, like, like, I'm working with, there's seven of us, and there's three carts. Each cart's a two-seater, they're all accounted for. So they all get in their carts and leave. I'm just stranded alone in this mulch pit, and now I have to walk back to go start my job, and it sucked. Um. So cut to the afternoon. One of the old managers came back to visit and, like, everyone, I didn't know who she was because I didn't work here last year, but everyone's, like, chatting with her, you know, catching up with her, all that. It's an exciting afternoon uh, to see her back, and I'm put in the job for the afternoon is, like, continue spreading mulch in the mulch beds with Allie and Marin. Um So I go, first thing that happened is I'm riding with Allie, we pull up to the mulch bed, and I jump out of the cart, and immediately I land on a rake that's, like, positioned right where my foot would be when i step out of the workman and i like step on the rake and it flips up and nearly destroys my head almost died already in this mulch bed and they thought Marin and i thought it was so funny and i got hurt um and then they both go to uh let me think i gotta i want to get this accurate now first our manager and they're visiting our guest their their old-time friend are like, we're driving back to the compound to get the bobcats so we can load up your workmen's with mulch. So they both, the two of them go back and then Allie and Marin are like, okay, we're going to take these workmen. We have two; They have two workmen. They're two seaters but they have one person each workman. They're like, okay, we're going to go back and get some mulch. Then we'll come back and dump for you, Aaron. No problem. So I'm like, okay, fine. I'll just, I'll chill here. It's maybe like max 10 minutes. It'll take them to go get loaded up and come back here. So they drive up and I'm just kind of like hanging out. And uh, 10 minutes goes by, nothing. Like, okay. Maybe it took a little bit longer, maybe 15, 15 minutes. Like I can see back here in 15 minutes. 15 minutes, nothing. So I'm just like sitting alone in this mulch bed, sitting on the ground. Other coworkers are driving by me like, you doing okay, Aaron? You, you doing all right? And I'm like, yeah, I'm fine. Just, just waiting for mulch, you know? I like, I'm like, found some sticks. I'm like drumming on my ground, drumming on my legs, just leaning on a tree, just looking pathetic by myself sitting in a mulch bed, just looking at the 16th fairway. And I swear to God, like 40 minutes goes by and then finally I see Marin like driving over the hill. And as soon as she sees me, she, like, eyes wide. she's like, oh my God, we completely forgot about you. We completely forgot we'd put you in this mulch bed. And then Allie rolls up like two minutes later behind him, behind him. Maren is a female behind her. Um, and says the same thing. Oh my God, <laughs> we're so sorry. We went down. We just started talking to old manager. This, is, this whole name thing is so stupid um and we completely forgot they're just and i knew it like once 20 minutes hit i'm like they're chatting they're having a conversation they're chatting i could be here all afternoon i don't know they might not even come back like do i just walk back to the shop and like just get my water and hang out there and just text them like hey guys i'm i gave up but uh yeah twice in one day i got left in that mulch bed hurt my feelings i'm not gonna lie it hurt my feelings it was it was really scary and I was by myself, I didn't know what to do. <laughs> it really sucked. It, it it really sucked. Just being forgotten like that. All alone. <laughs> um Yeah, now's getting left mulch story. We are just flying through the this is a this is a long one. Um It's hard to discipline someone with a mustache. I don't know what that second one is. Uh it's hard to discipline someone with mustaches. mustache I th- that I've been feeling that lately i've uh i got a long leash i'm getting i'm getting away with a lot and i think it's because of a mustache i think it is hard the mustache is such like a commanding feature it demands respect and i think they don't know what to do with me because i'm like it's just so macho and masculine and then they're, like are telling me you know hey aaron you can't do that you gotta you gotta go sit on the wall you gotta. That's how. That's how they discipline us at West Mountain. Same as high school and elementary school rules. You you do naughty. You gotta go stand on the wall by yourself. You gotta face the wall. No friends can talk to you for fifteen minutes. Yeah, but uh, this this was one of those topics that I write down and like in my head at the time. I was probably like riffing on it, and really running with it. And at this point, I don't remember what any of those riffs were. And it kind of sucks, but you can just enjoy that sentence. I guess it's hard to, to discipline someone with a mustache. Then I wrote, comma, wet pole, comma. I don't know what wet pole is not not a clue at all what wet pole could even possibly mean um no no if anyone has any idea what a wet pole would mean uh leave it in the comment section down below and really pushing the dress code limits i am i am we had a talk like uh, a morning conversation a mor- little morning meeting Remember when I said I didn't like talk about work on these podcasts and literally every podcast has just been straight work stories for the past four months. Yeah. Yeah. I remember Pepperidge Farms remembers. Um, they're like, hey, you got to tuck in, tuck in your shirts. You know, you got to look clean. This is a professional golf course. These members pay a lot of money to golf here. we want to look really good. Tuck in your shirts, you know, khaki shorts, wear your, wear your Westmount garb, um, whatever steel toe shoes, you know, don't look like a slob out there. And boy, do I look like a slob out there. I I don't tuck in my shirt. Never have I ever tucked in my shirt. I think I tucked it in for maybe five minutes and I'm like, I hate this. Take it out. Even in real life, I, I'm not a shirt tucker. Hate it. Hate getting dressed up in like a suit and like a dress shirt. We have to tuck it in. Absolutely. I just, it makes my skin crawl. I hate it. Every, every ounce of it. Um, so I, my dress code is I got my khaki shorts and then I usually wear great socks you guys know my sock game is on point point. and then just an untucked polo completely unbuttoned there's three buttons on it I leave it completely unbuttoned I've got a deep you can see this on the video you can see this deep v-tan I've got strictly from wearing that polo collar the collars on these polo shirts are absolutely terrible They're like paper mache but not like the hardened paper mache like the wet oatmeal paper mache when you're putting it on the balloon still and it hasn't dried yet that's what these collars are like so getting them crispy and nice is impossible They are a little easier if you button them up, but whatever. So my collar is usually like half popped, like crinkled in the back and like flattened down on one side. I just look terrible. I got my disheveled, messy hair. I got this stupid mustache. I got a weird ass tan. (sighs) Sometimes I wear sunglasses. It's just, I look awful out there. I look absolutely terrible. And again, no discipline because of a mustache, but uh, I'm really just pushing the limits. I want to see how far I can take this to look just absolutely like trash and look absolutely terrible out there um before they talk about to me about it and i honestly i don't think they will the ball is in your court but uh wow that was everything i wrote down this podcast felt like it flowed a little smoother it went 15 minutes longer than the last one which is maybe great for you guys not great for me because i gotta listen to this back again still gotta sing umbrella too but it's friday we're done the podcast before 6 p.m that's really nice um weekend and weekend plans coming up what did i do last weekend Um, I already talked about it on the podcast last weekend actually. Talked about it on Monday. Talked about it on Monday. Yeah. Huh. Good for me, Aaron. Good for me. What am I gonna get up to for the rest of the night? Uh I really gotta start uploading these the last two podcast videos. I was working on that a bit before yoga. So hopefully I can get those just gonna upload them both. I'm not gonna worry about this thing anymore. In Sound Mind I got like an hour and a half of video footage that I have not touched. Just I'm just not a YouTuber. Honestly, like the whole uploading videos thing just has not been doing it for me. The podcast I love still, though. So it's going to keep going. But uh, yeah, I'll get those podcast videos out soon. This one, obviously, it'll be ready to go Monday morning. Um, so that's nice. And uh, yeah, for the rest of my night, I should paint something soon. I kind of want to paint a self-portrait of a really bad photo I took of myself. Uh, so maybe I'll paint that. I've been having ideas for paintings, but I keep forgetting to write them down. And that's like the same thing with this podcast. I just keep forgetting to write stuff down like i think about and I, I need to get like just a little notebook so pulling my phone out and doing all that's tough Keeping my phone i think i might get a new phone too because this phone is just struggling i gotta charge it like two or three times a day at this point the battery just drains so fast my charging ports all kinds of messed up i can barely even the new cords i got there you really got a in, because there's just so much dirt and sand in there so i was looking at like what's the cheapest android phone i could get on kudo for like the least amount there's like some I mean, I'm pretty sure any phone released in the last two years is going to be better than this, like, four-year-old phone or something. I don't remember when I got this. I think I got it in, like, 2018. Uh, But I really, I barely use my phone for anything. So, like, getting a fancy new phone just doesn't make any sense to me. I use my phone to uh, text, to write notes on the podcast, to watch YouTube, and to listen to music. Um, Having a camera on it would be nice, like, getting a better camera, which I think all phones released now probably, like, the cameras just improve. Like most phones have like three cameras on them now and this phone only has one. So I feel like getting a better camera would be pretty easy. Um and then I could could still like film stuff when I when I want to. But uh yeah. So if anyone's got any recommendations for cheap Android phones, you know. I was looking at this Samsung Galaxy A fifty three five G or something. It was like ten bucks a month extra. On Kudo, so might do that. We'll see though. We'll see. Um anyways though. Gang thank you for listening once again hopefully this podcast uh redeemed redeemed me or maybe worst case it could get could be worse honestly i was kind of all over the place so i don't know it's hard to tell what you guys like i don't know what you want from me but uh i know what i want from me and i want uh more easygoing podcasts where it just flows felt like this one flowed pretty good i kind of like always had a story to jump into so that was nice um yeah on that note thank you for listening to episode 42 the answer to life here's the fucking podcast title uh i'm sure that's been done a million times though we'll see uh see if that's actually the podcast i didn't use the slow descent into what did i call it last time slow descent desperation or something was that my last podcast that i hinted at and then i didn't do it because it's a crappy podcast but uh yeah thanks for listening uh happy happy monday i was gonna say have a good week and just came out happy. But uh, have a good week. We will talk to you again in a week, unless you work with me. And in that case, we'll talk to you very shortly. All right, guys. Listen to "Shots in the Closet after this. Chapters 1 to 12.
1: The midget!
2: Peace. Aaron out. uh uh-huh uh-huh. uh-huh. uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh, uh huh. No clouds in my stones. Let it rain. a hydroplane in the bank, coming down with the Dow Jones. When the clouds come, we gone. We Rockefeller. We fly higher than weather. In G fives are better. You know me. In anticipation, fall precipitation. Stack chips for the rainy day. Eden, rain man is back with little miss sunshine. Aaron, where you at? You have my heart. We'll never be worlds
1: apart. Maybe in magazines, but you'll still be my star Baby, cause in the dark, you can't see shiny cars And that's when you need me there, with you I'll always share Because when the sun shines, we shine together Told you I'll be here forever Said I'll always be your friend Took an oath i am stick it out till the end Now that it's raining more than ever, know that we still have each other. You can stand under my umbrella. You can stand under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, eh, 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 under my umbrella, Ella, Ella, eh, 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 under my umbrella, Ella, 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 eh, 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 under my um umbrella.